0: You're listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday Rebel bosses just like you who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by launching digital products online. I'm your host, Eden Freed. Let's learn to launch. welcome back rebel bosses today's episode will focus all on pr surrounding your brand and how it's an important piece of the puzzle that's a tongue twister when it comes to building a successful digital product business i've asked PR expert, LaKeithia Nicole, to join us today. LaKeithia is the founder of For Us, the agency, a creative agency that works with Black-owned brands and talent to expand reach and impact. Her services include public relations and marketing, brand strategy and storytelling, event planning and management, as well as talent relations. She really does it all. LaKeithia is about to simplify this whole world of PR for you in just a minute, but quick reminder, if you're interested in launching your digital product in the next 90 days, be sure to grab the free roadmap to launch over at edenfreecom forward slash rbl that's Edenfreed.com forward slash rbl it's a free roadmap that's going to help you launch in the next 90 days all right let's turn it over to lakithia hey lakithia so happy you're here
1: hey thank you so much for having me i'm excited
0: all right tell us about who you are the amazing
1: work that you do all that good stuff so I am Lakithia Nicole. Um I also like to say I'm LaKeithia Anderson. So I <laughs> I work in public relations. I also work as a community engagement coordinator. Um so you in government. So you're here like LaKeithia Anderson, but LaKeithia Anderson, LaKeithia Nicole, I am the same person. Same person. person. <laughs> same <laughs> person. Um yes, yeah, so I am a publicist. I've been in PR over Oh my gosh, probably eight years now. I did not set out to be in PR. I actually was a fashion design major. Oh, that's a that's a New mattress. York Fashion Week. I always love telling this story. <laughs> so I go to New York Fashion Week. I got to attend the shows, the events, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to help people get to places like this. What do they do? I don't want to design the clothes. Actually, I wasn't that great at designing anyway. So it was like, it was the universe, and let me show her something else. So I went. Um, back, I changed my major, and I spent about six years. I say I've been professionally a publicist for eight years. I will say longer, but I spent probably about five, four to six years just doing everything. Okay, I have done marketing, I have done sales, I have done booking talent. I have done website <laughs> design, I have done event planning, fl- planning fashion shows and helping people planning fashion shows. And then I've done PR work. So I <laughs> just, I really just dug in. I dug in and to see what I really love about working with brands. And somehow I ended up in communications um, that I absolutely love. I've been working for Nashville Community Education, which is an educational program um, for about three or four years now. Um, and I love it. I love lifelong learning. And then on the other end, I have my agency, which works with um, Black-owned brands. Um, but then I'll also come in and do some freelance work with brands outside of that community. Um, and we do public relations and brand management, and we do consulting and a lot of marketing. And yeah, we're just having fun. <laughs>
0: It, I can tell the energy that you have when you are speaking. You clearly love what you do, and that's so refreshing.
1: Oh, I love it. I definitely love it.
0: <laughs> its I mean, I feel like it's common to hear that people are like, oh, I've done a little bit of everything because they didn't really know what they wanted to do or what direction they wanted to take. And I come from that neck of the woods also. I also did lots of random stuff till I figured out yeah. what I really actually like doing. Um, and I, I sometimes I feel like that journey is really important because then you know, you know, the grass isn't greener, like what you're doing now is what you're meant to be doing. And it's great.
1: (laughs) You know, I recently saw something on social media where a girl was like, I cannot believe that we are um, asking kids, you know, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? It's so crazy. So many of us go to college, we graduate and then years later, we're like, how do we get in the field that we're in? You know, and I think you always tell people, one of my, you know, advice for them is to always be curious always be curious because you may start something and you never know where your career is going to end up. You never know what you're going to love. And I think a lot of people get stagnant. Like for me, if I'm not having fun in my career job, no matter how stressful it is and tiring it is, if I'm not having fun, then I need to be checking what I'm doing. Um, and if I'm still enjoying it and we, our interests change and you know, our knowledge change, our skill sets change, and just always being curious and Run with it.
0: <laughs> That's such amazing advice. We need to teach that to kids more instead of asking them.
1: a <laughs> <Yes. laughs> silly question, like
0: like yes. a ten year old would even know what they want to be when they grow up.
1: Right? How- like, what are you? Cu- to me, it's like, what are you curious about? Yeah. You know, I, you know, what are you curious about? Because things can absolutely change, things will change. We, I mean, there, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people who stick to a career for the rest of their lives, and there are a lot of us that don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most of us. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> so for now, you're in PR and you love what you're doing. And we are so yes. lucky to, to have you on our show today and teach us a little bit of your wisdom when it comes to PR. So I specifically wanted you to come on and educate us a little bit because I feel like PR is something that is so often neglected in the online marketing space because it's not it, it kind of seems like traditional marketing PR when the online space is not not so traditional. Like people are breaking rules doing their own thing. And so it, but it still ties in, right? Like there's, it's, there's such an important connection here. So I wanted to ask you, why should digital product sellers be taking PR seriously in their launch strategy?
1: You know, PR is I always tell people PR is a long-term game. It's a long game, you know, PR is about reputation. Um, and that's why it's so important is if you are not just thinking about just your products, but just your whole brand um, overall, you should you should be thinking about their reputation. I think social media has really proved how important a reputation is because you know if you think about traditional PR, you think about how, you know, back in the day, your your audience, your customers, um, they didn't have direct access to you, right? Mm-hmm hear about you from a news story they may hear about you from an article they may hear about you or see you um on an advertisement but with social media now your audience have is direct access to you um and what they think about your brand what they think about your product um how it's being used how it fits into our communities, all of that matters to them. And they are able to verbally um, and literally just put it out there for the world to see on their social media platform. So that's what I try to explain to people about reputation. Like reputation is so important. And that's why PR comes, you know, that's what PR comes in for. It's about making sure that your products and your brand has positive stories out there. It's making sure that your brand name has positivity out there because posi- the positive side is what's going to continue to drive. People, You know, if you think about negative stories coming out about your brand or about your products, um, it stops your sales. It stops Mm -hmm. your marketing. So that's what a publicist is here for. We're here to make sure that you're placed in a positive light. We're here to make sure that if anything goes wrong, we can find a way. I hate to say spin it, um, but we're business owners, right? We're we're finding a way to um, fix your reputation if something goes wrong. And it, it's, it's so important for a brand to make sure that they are taking care of their customers, they're taking care of their brand, um, they're taking care of their community and it's all, all comes in play with PR. Um, and something I will like to just kind of add when you think about it, I think a lot of people see PR as marketing and I always like to tell people like they're sisters but they're not twins. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that. Like I have people come like, well, I have a social media and I have a website. I'm fine. I don't need PR. And I'm like, well, your social media and your website is a part of your marketing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's absolutely a part of your marketing. It's not your PR.
0: So how can we differentiate between the two for the people who are confused and in relation to what's marketing and what's PR? Like, how do we know
1: what's PR? Yeah, so PR is more so focused on like a positive reputation um, for a company as a whole, mm-hmm. your whole company, not just your product, but your whole company. Um, where marketing is focused on like a very particular product you're selling. It's a sell. It's a selling strategy, right? So whereas a publicist, we may just be making sure that the whole, you know, yes, we'll break it down and we will work alongside your marketing team to make sure that the product itself also has a positive reputation, but we're mostly focused on the product as a whole. I mean, the company as a whole versus, you know, marketing, you're going to be uh, talking about a particular collection, a particular product and talking about it, you're selling it. So it's the advertisement of it.
0: Okay. So you mentioned it's a long game. And typically when people hear that, they're like, oh no, this sounds overwhelming. There's a lot of stuff to do. How can we make this less overwhelming? Like what are some of the the baby steps we can take to get started with PR and building up that positive reputation?
1: You know, I always say start with bite sizes and strategy. So typically when we sit down with someone, we'll, you know, they'll say, hey, I really wanna be on this and I want Oprah. And then I want, you know, New York (laughs) Magazine and all of this stuff, but everything has to be bite-sized. So we may set out for a year and have four strategies, but we may only be working on strategy one for, you know, quarter one and quarter two, or maybe we're just focused on one strategy for quarter one. So, you know, even if you have different ideas that you want to do as for as PR, um, do it by. I always say, especially for small businesses, because with a small business, either you're working alone or you have a small team, right? So it's best to do it by quarters. I always tell people the the easiest way I found with my clients who are small business owners is to break it down by quarters. You know what? For this strategy, we're going to focus on. Um, pitching to press about what we're doing in the local community. So that's that's my strategy, and that's what I'm focused on for quarter one. So for quarter one, we're gonna be putting some stories together. We're gonna be sending pitches to you know, local journalists and news stations about what our company is doing in our local community to maybe raise funds or to maybe um, bring volunteers out to you know, feed the homeless. You know, What are you doing locally? Um, is always a great start. I always tell every company, like, what are you doing locally? You know, how can you connect with your local journalists? Because those stories are so important to have because this is your local community. Um, but yeah, taking it one strategy at a time and taking it step by step. I think a lot of people make mistakes when they build out a huge strategy and they get overwhelmed because they're like, I don't know where to start. And then they're trying to do everything.
0: So a lot of this also probably comes down to coming up with stories around your brand, correct? Yes. How yes, come, exactly. How do we do that? Like that That might seem like a weird concept for people who are so focused on the marketing and how do right. I get my product out there in front of my customers, but then taking that step back and that big umbrella question of how do I talk about me and what I'm doing and the work that's happening, how do we get started with that storytelling?
1: Yeah, so I think you look at like your brand as a whole and first focus on what problems are you solving? Because if you're building a business, you're building a product, you're trying to solve something for the customer. Um, So, you know, figuring out, okay, what problem are we solving? And what's our expertise in those areas? Because that's what those stories are going to be about. And the the most important stories, I always say you have those stories about just a business in general. You know, you have those ones that's like, oh, here's a new vegan brand. You know, here's a new um, clothing brand, you know, or sustainable brand. So you have those stories, right? So it's it's those highlighting the the business in general. But then you have those human stories. That's where you're going to draw out those stories, right? I mean, those human touch stories where you're going to draw it out, where it's like, here's a vegan makeup brand. We think about right now, everyone is into skincare. What does your vegan brand do for people who are in that skincare market which skincare are you you know as far as like is it you know um serums or is it moisturizers what are the things that benefit the person who's going to use it those are those stories that you build out around your product um if you are doing a sustainable a sustainable brand Like a fashion brand. Okay, so what products are you using that is considered sustainable? What products are you displacing? So like think about the products that we do use that are harmful to the environment. Those are those stories that you're going to create because there are people out there that's writing about those stories and they want to get it out to their audience. So if you have a product that you are using that's more sustainable, a vegan product, and you're replacing another one, it's like, okay, how's that? How's that going to save us this amount of gallons of water a year? You know, that's going to save us from, you know um, harming animals, you know, talk about those type of things around your business. Those are the stories that you draw, you draw out.
0: So it sounds like you really need to have a clear idea of what work you're doing, the benefits of that work from a lot of different angles and through a lot yes. of different lenses. And then from there, you'll be able to come up
1: with lots of different story ideas. Yeah. And I always tell people start about five or six stories and we all have a story. We all have a, a reason why we started our business. We all have, you know, something that we're trying to do within the community. Now, there are people who are just like, hey, I came up with a great idea. But in order to continue press as a long game, you have to figure out why you're here. And what you are doing. You know, um, and I think that's really important as we see just going back to like social media and how um, I, always, I, I like to use examples from time to time. So Oatly, I enjoy Oatly, right? But I don't know if people like remember this story of like Oatly, you know, Oatly is a sustainable brand. It's an oat milk um, and they have a huge following. Well, when they announced their new investors, which was um, an I'm not gonna to try to say the names and stuff because I don't want to get anything wrong. But when they announced announced their new investors, one of their investors was a big company that was doing like deforestation stuff mm-hmm. in the design. So their followers was like, "Oh no, you're supposed to be a sustainable brand. Why are you doing this?" So think of like you, you got to think about those things. That's PR. That their PR team had to come back and like when they announced it, they thought people were gonna be like, "Oh, so exciting!" And it's like, "Oh no." So they had back and like apologize and explain themselves and do a whole pr crisis plan about that so that's pr but when you think about brands like oatly you think about like how for for their audience sustainability was very important so all of their stories in press in the media has always been about sustainability
0: Yeah, and especially in the past year, um, I feel like that's super, well, it's always been important, but even more important now with how visible things are, that your brand messaging needs to be true at every layer of your business, and, you know, you can't be saying one thing on one end and then be like taking money from weird places on the other end. <laughs> <And I> expect <laughs> oh, to be yes.
1: okay because it's just not going to work out for you. It's not going to work. And I think back in the day that it, it used to work because your audience, I mean, they could write you a letter, you know, but now your audience can take your pictures and post it on their social media and post it. And then the story goes so far. And I think that right there was such a, a great example of like, a PR mess mm-hmm. sorry that they had to be caught into this great example to use but this is a great case study because it's like it showed how much your audience had has can also control your narrative mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing about PR you want to control your narrative so when you think about your stories it's like what stories do you want people to know about your business what stories do you want them to know about your brand what stories do you want them to know about your products um you're telling the story. Um, how they perceive it. It just depends on the, the audience and the people, but um, you're telling this, this narrative. So when you're going and you're sitting down and you're thinking about stories about your business to put out there to the media, to put out there to your audience, think about the narrative that you want people to have.
0: So of course, people can and should hire people like you to, you know, be their PR experts and help them through this process. Um, but for the people who are DIYing and, you know, they're one one people shops and <laughs> yes. uh, doing everything themselves or have a really small team and they want to, um, to, to really prioritize PR, there's a, a whole lot of work that goes into finding places to pitch and building relationships and all of that stuff, how do we organize that process and um, see it through so that we can obtain at least some level of success on our own?
1: So I always tell people when it comes to like DIY, you want to start small um, and not overwhelm yourself. I work with small business owners. I do consulting in that, where it's like, um, you know, just kind of helping you get started. And one of the things I always find is that one, the, this is, and this may sound crazy, but you should all have an admin day, a day where you're either doing marketing, you know, you're looking over strategies, you're reaching out to journalists. So that's the first thing. Always tell people when it comes to DIY, if you already don't have a day or two set aside that you're actually working on your marketing and PR, you're already, you're already behind. So that's the first step. Let's start there. And then secondly, you want to think about local I always say start local if you're a small business owner so reach out you know do c- combine a list of like your local journalists your local newspapers your local magazines your local news reporters because that's going to be the first you know your you're, you got access to them a lot more than you do on the big national level which I know everyone wants to hop to the national level but also showing that you already have small press is a really good win for you Um, So, and then sometimes they, like, if a national press is looking for a local story, they're going to go to see what's already being covered, who's out there, you know, if you're a restaurant owner, or maybe you do, maybe you have a small boutique, whether it's in person or online, um, if a national, you know, journalist is looking for something smaller, that's where they're going to start at first. So start with local writing down those contact people, reaching out to them, letting them know that you're here, that you are a source for them, and this is the type of business and product that you do. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. It can just be something so informal um, to just send them an email and start that you know relationship. If you are going to pitch, I always tell people to have five or six things about your business. Um, and that just gives an editor, a writer, something because they have to pitch to their editor. So if you give them like two stories and, and the, their editor says, no, I don't like neither one of them. You want them to be like, okay, wait a minute, got three more ideas for you. <laughs> so you want to do that, but think about a local angle that you yeah. can, that you could do. You know, how are you serving the local community? Are you doing pop-ups in the local area? Sometimes you have to create your story. Right. Sometimes you have to say, OK, I'm going to do a pop up with this, you know, location and and invite some press out or, you know, be able to send some press some pictures about, you know, and and let them tell their audience that there's an event that's going on. So start there. Um, And I always tell people, if you DIY, start with a small strategy. You want to know what your goals are you know, what your target, like who's your target audience that is going to be the most important because you want to make sure you're pitching to the right people. So one, put down a goal. Two, write down your target audience because once you get your target audience, you'll know like, okay, I need to be reaching out to Team Vogue or I need to be reaching out to Cosmo or I need to be reaching out to a trade magazine. You know, maybe your product goes within trade magazines versus the national popular magazines. Um, And then do a research of their editorial calendars and see what's coming up. And also do a research of like national holidays. That's always something very easy. Sometimes they like to cover like, you know, um, day like national holidays. Can't think off the top of my head right now. (laughs) But, um, you know, think about national holidays that you can, you know, pitch as well. And just start small. Start small. Start with, you know, say, I'm going to reach out to
0: five PR, I mean, five PR, five journalists this month. Yeah. I love that. Cause like I said, it's overwhelming for sure. When you're doing it yourself, especially when you don't have that experience and background, like someone like you has Um, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely intimidating, um, but it's important. So I like that advice. Start small. Any other last pieces of advice that you feel like is really important for people to remember?
1: Um, I would say, you know, one of the important things is, you know, you get online, get on social media, follow um, journalists, follow your local journalists, follow national journalists, because the more you follow with follow them and interact with them, you'll be able to see kind of what they're looking for. Um, and then also when you're thinking about pitching, think about a product. Think about a product that someone will use. I know sometimes we try to pitch just our whole company, but if you have a new product line that's coming out, try to focus on that and try to focus on um, ahead of time because a lot of journalists work three to six months ahead. Mm, yeah. Please remember that. So right now, be thinking summer. We're already in spring. Be thinking summer. What do you have that's coming out in the summer that you can pitch um, as well. And utilize resources online that's free. There's so Google is everyone's best friend and you can go to Google and find a very easy, um, simple template um, for PR that just help you take those strategies and break it down. And connect with your audience. I think that's the best tip. Connect with your audience because no matter no matter if you hire somebody in PR, no matter if you bring somebody on it, no matter if you're doing it yourself, Your audience is your, your audience is your best PRT. I'm telling you, your audience, if you are engaging with your audience, making sure that your products are quality products, utilize them. If you, if they're sending you messages, say, Hey, can I repost this? Can I share this? Media looks at that. Your other audience looks at that. If, if you have audience full of people saying that your products are great, share that. That's what people want to hear. That's PR. It's, that's positive stories.
0: I love it. LaKeithia, this has been so much fun and there has been so much value here. I'm listening to you talk like, oh, I got to remember that. got to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. I'm glad that we could connect and have this conversation. Where can we find you online?
1: Yeah. So you can find me for my website. It is for us, the agency. Um, And then you can also find us on Instagram under For Us, the agency as well.
0: And we're gonna drop all those links in our show notes. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Hey Rebel Boss, do you wanna learn how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days? If yes, grab the free roadmap over at edenfree.com forward slash RBL. That's edenfree.com forward slash RBL. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the podcast, Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and a share on social media. Your support really does mean the world. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. We'll see you next time.